So right now I'm I'm angry because um, I'm thinking, where do I even start from? What I want to say today is I want to beg advice for everyone listening to this. I'm assuming you're a Christian if you're listening to this because this is a Christian podcast. Um, I'm advising you, please, 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 please have a, you know how people are always saying, oh, you need to have a personal relationship with God, all this stuff. I'm saying that too. You need to have a relationship with God, the kind of relationship with God where you hear, where you can ask God a question and God will answer you. You need to develop a relationship with God where you know how the Bible says you will lay hands on the sick and the sick can recover, that you can, that you have the power to lay hands on yourself. You need to have the kind of relationship with God where the best way to put it is that you do not need the help of uh, anyone else, you know, and that sounds like what we all need other people. I get it. I get it. But you need to have the kind of relationship with God where it's just your confidence is in God. And I'm saying this because I am learning this the hard way. Y'all, I am learning this the hard way. So not to not get in depth and take up a bunch of time, I've been going through some spiritual battles, spiritual warfare um, issues for like five years now going on five years and I have reached out to pastors who I mean this is their area where they I mean they're the specialist you know or in my um in my culture this is their specialty that's how you say it with the accent but they are specialists at deliverance they are specialists at helping people who the devil has just messed up with them continues to mess up with them they are specialists in areas of like you know um like spiritual warfare bad dreams demonic attacks things like that witchcraft attack witchcraft issues and I what recently just really just, I mean, it, it's, it, it's like, how can I put it? It's like, I say to myself, why do you get surprised every time? So my pastor, I reach out to him in times past and, you know, I don't reach out to him often, right? Because I'm the kind of person that I know because I'm dealing with a lot. I really don't reach out to only one person because I know that for one person, I am a lot. I get it. So I do tend to reach out to different um, people. Like if I reach out to this person this week, I'm going to pick someone else next week. You know what I mean? So that I don't overwhelm one particular person, one particular pastor, minister, whatever. 
So, you know, I, I go to a church. I pay my, pay my tithes in this church. You know, before the whole COVID situation happened and before some things happened, I was um, doing work in the church. So I reach out to the pastor and I send him a message of a really terrible, negative, bad, bad dream that I had. And maybe it's tomorrow that he's going to send me a message to respond. So number one, that really hurt me because I'm like, you understand how bad this dream is. And for those people who understand spiritual warfare, there are certain dreams that you have that you know this is bad and it needs to be taken care of. Now, I, I'm a believer that um, there are different levels, you know, like how Jesus could cast some things out and the disciples were like, oh, hey, how could we can cast it out? I believe that there are different um, levels of authority. So some people really do have, you know, some people, I've heard of stories and I believe it, of pastors trying to cast out demons and the demon is like, are you, what do you mean? Like, you know, the sons of Sceva, where they beat up the, the sons of, because they're like, what do you mean? So I really do believe that. And I am a believer in if you are not coming correctly, don't come at all. Because the devil will smack, the demons will smack down and all this other kind of stuff. So it does get to a level where, and anyone that kind of deals in deliverance will tell you, it gets to a level where the person in the pit needs help getting pulled out of the pit. So I sent him a message about a really terrible dream that I had and the man did not respond. I was so hurt. I was just like, how do you, how do you see that? How does somebody reach out to you? And you, it just like a member of your church and you just nothing. There's another pastor, um, who he, uh, I also reach out to him. He's like what you want to call like maybe like a friend of the family, but he's also like a pastor um, who also deals in this particular, you know, area of deliverance. I'm 100 percent. Let me not say I'm 99 percent sure that the man blocked me. And I'm just like and I've and, and it's not just him. It's there are other people that I reach out to. And they're just like, you know. They ignore my phone calls, ignore what I'm saying, on and on and on. Now, the first thing that somebody might be thinking is, well, if all these people are ignoring you, maybe the problem is you. Okay. And here's something that I've, you know, a lot of people don't are like some, a lot of some people may not agree with female pastors, but let me tell you something that I've learned. Female pastors are one of the most compassionate, not all of them, but in my experience, one of the most compassionate um, pastors, females just have the capacity to deal longer with issues. You understand what I'm saying? Now I, there was, there's a female pastor as well that I was talking to, even with her, I'm, you know, I'll be honest. It did get to the point with her where she was, she, she deleted my number. She took it out of her context. Now, again, people, y'all might be listening saying, well, if all these people are running away from you, then you're the problem. And here's the thing. I, get it. I'm like, if I can honestly say, I know that the issues that I deal with, it's a lot. It's a lot. And I always tell God, unless God puts a love in someone's heart, like for me, right? Like they put, they, they put in their heart, like a love, like, man, you know, I really want you to love this girl. 
Most pastors cannot handle it because there are some situations that are just so much. There are some people that, um, especially I think if the person deals with anxiety and, um, and, and has a severe case of fear, anxiety, worry, doubt, it, a lot of people, um, just don't want to deal with issues like that. Um, so this is not going to be for everybody. If you're the kind of person where, I don't know. Whatever you're dealing with is not so crazy that you are able to have helpers. That's cool for you. This is for those people who your situation is so cuckoo. And for some reason, you do not like people, people who are supposed, people who are in the position to help you are running away from you, blocking you, delete all this kind of stuff. You understand what I'm saying? If you are in that position um, and this is what I'm doing now. And this is just what I want to advise you. It is so hard because for someone like me, I literally put my trust in people right now, not just in anybody, but in people who like, you know, there's some people again, like this is in spiritual warfare, but I guess in life as well. There's some people that when they pray for you, you know, Something happens in your life. Something turns around like within a day or two and you know, man, God has really given this person power and authority to bind, to cast out, to loose, to release. So when I see somebody like that, I, I want to hold on to that person. Like, listen, I really need you. But what ends up happening is I, um, I, I guess maybe I place the person like as a form of a God. Like I just, because I know like, man, I really need help because I know like, man, the devil is really attacking me on this issue. The devil has really been attacking me. You know, um, I'm, I, I'm running after that person, but what I'm forcing myself to do, I'm not even forcing myself to do it. People are forcing me to do it. You know what I mean? It's to really look at God and be like sink or swim. Do you know what I mean? Like almost like when, 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 when Peter said, Jesus, if that's you, tell me to come out. Right. And tell me to come out on this water. And Jesus was like, come out. And guess what? Peter was sinking. But what happened? Jesus pulled him out. Jesus didn't let him drown. So for those of us who are in a position where people who are who God has gifted them um, in a way that they should be of help to the situation that we're going to going through. But, you know. And and here's another side note. There is such a thing where the devil is so after someone that anyone that tries to help them, the devil then attacks those people, right? So that's literally a thing. And a prayer that you want to begin to pray is God, any, like any, any power, you know, that's attacking the people who want to help me because it's hard, right? Like, let's say I have someone that I'm talking to and we're praying together. And every time we pray together, I get attacked. I'm not going to lie. I'm not praying with you no more. That no. Oh no. That's not what it, that's not happening. So, you know, for those of us who lack helpers, who lack people to help, that is a prayer that I would say, start with that. You know, like God, every attack that the enemy is sending against people who are supposed to help me, let that attack be destroyed, you know, so you do that. But here's the thing, run to God. And I'm saying this because I'm like, it's because culturally it's rude for me 
to message those people. It, I got so fed up with one particular pastor. I didn't send a rude message. I just asked the pastor. I was like, you know, hey, do you have anyone that's under you that can, you know, that can work with you? Because this pastor was really good. I mean, he'll be praying for you and the Holy Spirit will be telling him exactly kind of like what's the issue and he'll be seeing things in the spirit. So, but I just sent it in a way that I was just like, man, anybody got time for that? Like, if you don't want to help me, pretty much it's like, if you don't want to help me, cool. But is there anyone around you, under you that you've trained that can help me? So I remember he sent me a message and responded by saying that he's not wicked. And in my mind, I'm thinking to myself, listen, you see the crazy things I'm going. And what's funny is he's literally said to me, oh my gosh, you are dealing with so much. You're dealing with so much, right? Because God shows him. And so, you know, that like, really, I'm dealing with a lot of attacks. And yet when I send you messages, you, you just ignore me. Like I would say 95% of the time, straight up ignore me. So when he sent me the message that like, oh, I'm not wicked. I'm not God. In my mind, I'm like, there's an element of wickedness. If you can see someone's cry for help and you don't help them, there's an element of wickedness. So I pray to God. I'm like, God, these people are heartless. How do you see my message? And you just, you just don't say, you just don't say anything. You know, one of the pastors, the one who I'm saying 99%, he blocked me, you know, whenever he calls, like maybe like, um, I'll send him a message, 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 maybe like once in a month or once every two months, he'll be like, oh yeah, I got your messages. And I'm just like, okay, great. Now, granted, I'm not saying these people are not busy. These people don't have their own lives. These people don't have their own problems. Sure. I really, I'm not kidding. People actually really do. But what I'm who who I'm speaking to are those people who it's not like you have one person you go to. There are several people that you go to and literally you're looking everywhere for help and help is coming from nowhere or or like how it is for me. It's like, you know, maybe like once in a while, boom, you know, they'll help you. They'll do this. They'll you know, they'll, they'll pray for you and all this kind of stuff. Something that I. Like, there's a part of me that's so scared to trust God totally. You know what I mean? Like, there's a large part of me that's like, God, I'm so scared to trust you totally. You know, because I'm afraid that you're going to let me down. And a lot of times people, if when we're afraid that God is going to let us down, that's because we've seen God let someone else down. Or maybe in the time past, we feel like God has let us down, right? Like maybe praying for someone to get healed and they don't get healed and they die. You know what I mean? Like I've experienced that with my late father, you know, praying, praying, praying that he would get healed. He didn't get healed and he died, you know. Um, so there's an element where I'm just like, God, I, 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 I want to trust you. But it's like, it's so hard. Like, it's so hard. That's just the best way to put it. But for those of us who we are reaching out everywhere, begging for help, and nobody's helping us. If you're listening to this, then I'm, you, you might be in that position. I always believe that God orders our steps in different ways. So I believe that if you're listening to this, if you stumbled upon this, there is a good chance that you either fall under that category um, or maybe you even know somebody that falls under that category. And I just want to tell you today, 
it's hard, right? Because the thing is, if we trusted God completely, we wouldn't even be in the position where it's almost like we have become the laughing stock. It reminds me of the story of the woman with the issue of blood, right? And the Bible says that this woman, she spent all that she had on doctors, like on doctors to heal her. And she didn't have, and she was rich and she didn't have any more money. She became poor. Um, and then she heard about Jesus and she said to herself, if I could just touch the helm of his garment, I know something's going to happen. I know something's going to happen. Um, so I just want to, I don't, I don't want to use the word. I want to encourage you. I want to tell you, like, I want to give you an, a, 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 an assignment. I want to give you, I don't want to call it like I'm ordering you or I'm commanding you. But I'm telling you, if you are in this position that I'm in, it is so hard. A God that you cannot see, like you can't see God. You understand what I'm saying? You can't see God. What you can see is your problems. What you can see is your bad dreams. What you can see is you had that bad dream before. And you know what happened last time when you had a bad dream. What you can see is a bad report. What you, you, you see, you literally see the negative. You don't see God. You see people. You see this pastor. You see this minister. You see this ministry. That's what you see. But these people that you see, they're not, they're not helping you. They're just not helping you for whatever the reason may be. At this point, you got to go to God. And where I am now, like I've prayed every prayer I know how to pray. And I just don't know what to do anymore. Like I'm like, God, I really don't know what to do. I don't know how to make these attacks stop. I don't know how to make these terrible dreams stop. I just don't know. I don't know anymore. I just don't know anymore. And I'm trying to reach out to people ask somebody for help and I have no one God like you know I, I I have no one no one no one no one that understands me that gets me and God I don't even get myself how about that right in times when you don't even get yourself but I just want to tell like if you're scared because chances are there's a part of you that really doubts that God is Funny enough, God is able to do it. Like you believe that God will answer the prayers of these people, but maybe not necessarily God will answer your prayers. Okay. Um, go to God and be like, God, I really have a hard time trusting you. And if you can pinpoint why you have a hard time trusting God, you could say, God, I have a hard time trusting you because we prayed for healing concerning this and, and you didn't do it. So I have a hard time trusting you that you're going to do this. I have a hard time trusting you that you'll take care of me. You'll take care of my bills. You'll take care of my children. You'll take care of my marriage. You'll take care of whatever it is. Like you'll take care of it. I really, I don't trust you, right? You can, you literally can tell God, God, I, I, I don't trust you. You know who told, um, you know who told God that there was a man in, in the Bible and he was, you know, his son had an issue and Jesus asked him, Jesus often asked the people like, do you believe that I can do this? Do you have faith that I can do this? And this man said something. He said, I believe, 
but help my unbelief. And I feel like those of us who are like consistently running to people for help, I feel like that's us because we believe God can, right? But there's also a humongous element of unbelief, right? It reminds me of the other person that said um, that God, if you're willing, I know you can heal me. And then God said, I am willing, right? So there's those of us who are like, God, I, I know you can if you want to. And I believe that we can go to God with our honest feelings and say, God, I don't trust you. I don't know that you're going to come through for me, but I don't have anybody else. These pastors are not helping me. These men of God are not helping me. This minister is not helping me. I've been to this church. They couldn't help me. They couldn't solve my day. Nothing. And say, God, like, you're my last hope, right? Like, if you don't save me, I'm not going to get saved. If you don't help me, I'm not going to get saved. If you don't heal me, I'm not going to get healed. If you don't deliver me, I'm not, I'm just, I'm just not going to, I'm not going to be able to make it. So you go to God like that and just say, God, help me. God, help me. Now, let me tell you something that I know happens with me very often. Like, I, I can't tell you how many times I've gone to God like that, right? And a situation will arise where I'm like, oh, no, I need I need help from somebody. I need help from somebody. I need. And guess what? They, they, they don't they 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 don't be helping. They just um, they just don't be helping. So. Go to God, lay on the floor of your bathroom, living room, kitchen, bedroom, whatever it is. Sit down and just whatever it is and say, God, this is me. You made me. Do not abandon the works of your hand. That's a scripture. Say, God, have mercy on me. Have mercy on me. Things are so messed up right now and I don't have help. I don't have help. It's just me. It's just me. Nobody gets me. Nobody understands me. It's just me. God, help me. God, help me. God, help me. I have no one. I have no one, you know, and then maybe for me, I know, like, let's say, you know, a bad dream. You wake up from a bad dream and my first instinct is like, no, that dream was bad. I need to call somebody now. Let that instinct just take it out of the picture and say, God, I want to call someone, but I'm not going to call someone. I'm going to call on you. Because your word says that if we call on you, if we look to you, we're not going to be ashamed. My advice would be to take the scriptures like and say, God, this is what your word says. Right. And I struggle with even believing the scriptures. Right. Because, again, something like by his stripes, we are healed. Then why do people die from sickness? You know what I mean? They're just some things that like, I'm like, God, I know this is your word, but I really struggle with believing like I don't. And, and I take these questions to God, like, God, I know this is your word. I know. But but the enemy or maybe I'm the one that tells myself this. Every scripture that I read, like in my mind, there is a I know a story to prove that that scripture is not real. I don't know if that happens to you, you know. 
like bring the when you bring the tights and the offense into the storehouse, I rebuke the devourer for your sake. Well, I know a family that always used to tithe and well, they lost their home anyways. So the devil will do those things. He I mean, for me, he does it anyways. He will real life stories, not stories in the Bible, real life stories of people standing on God's word and it still don't work. Y'all, I can't tell you that I have the answer to that. But what I can tell you is that we still have to go to God. This is for those of us who um, who don't have no help, who don't have anybody to help us. We still have to go to God. We still have to open up the scripture and, says, and say, God, help my unbelief. Help my unbelief. Help my doubt. Help my worry. Help my fear. Help the thing in my mind that is, is proven to me. That this is not real. That this is not real. That that this scripture doesn't work. I don't know how long it's going to take. Like, I, I, I don't know. Because I can't necessarily tell you that, like, even, like, there, there are, man, there are serious times when I look back in my life. And I see that God, like, not with the help of any other human being, but me and God, me and God, we worked like God did it. Like I went to God concerning something serious and God came through for me. And sometimes maybe God just wants us. And this is not for everybody, but there, there I, I believe that there is a certain type of people that God is like, I'm not going to allow you to rely on human beings. If you begin to put your hope in one specific person, I will make sure that that person fails you. Because you know what's funny? There's a place in the Bible where it says, cursed is the one that leans on the strength of man. So there's even a curse for people who rely on the help of man rather than the help of God. So if you can, if you can, um, if you understand what I'm saying, you know, hit like hit me up, send me a message. You know what I'm saying? Like to let me know that you understand and that you are going to um, that you're going to try as hard as it is. You are going to try to trust in God that you're just going to be like God sink or swim like it reminds me there's a scripture and it says that um, which of us through worrying can add a moment to our lives. And sometimes I try to remind myself of that, like, like your worrying is not going to add, it's not going to do anything. Like it's literally not. God is not going to be like, oh, look at her. She's worried. Let me go help her. No, no. It's his word. You know, it's prayer, praise, different things that is going to cause God to move. So after this, um, after recording this and uploading up this podcast, I'm going to do this as well. I'm going to go to God and say, God, here I am again. I have so many signs that there's nothing but bad ahead. But like second Kings, I believe it's chapter, um, yeah, second Kings chapter six, when 
um, the servant was like, man, master, we're surrounded by enemies. Like, we're in trouble. From verse 8 to 17, God, I'm going to look to you. And that's what I, I'm advising you, I'm telling you to do today. Look to God. Trust him. Sink or swim. And even if you're sinking, just like Peter, Jesus is going to put out his hand and pull you back up and ask you, why didn't you believe? Why didn't you believe? 